nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Welcome in, you were listening to another episode of the Keep the Change podcast, a very special edition this one, because I think it is going to be the beginning of a lot more content in the space, Mikey. Yeah, very cool. I mean, as you were sort of running me through and explaining to me there, I was like, fuck, we need to hit the record button, this yeah. is gold, and my eyes lit up, so yeah, it's really cool. Before we get into this, mate, this tune is something that when I tripped around America, and when I say tripped around America, uh, <laughs> I, I literally mean that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because there's not much but I remember. No, it wasn't that bad. But I was cranking this tune. It was like the the tune. And by the end of my tour, I was itching to get back to New Zealand. I just It's the longest I'd been without working in my life. And I was away for six weeks. Got it out of your system. And I was like, fuck, get me home. I just want to work. And I hadn't quit my job or anything at this stage. I just wanted to... I was like this pent-up thing. <laughs> Just, and I just didn't, animal. Yeah, I didn't know what I was going to be aiming at yet, but I just wanted to get back. But interestingly, when I did come back, I just basically continued what I was doing in America, wasting time, pissing up, blowing money, and mm. just did it in New Zealand, and then eventually was like, no. And on the tour, I would be learning, I'd be listening, I'd be writing, and people were like, bro, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck? And I'm like, fuck, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I want to do some shit. And I think what I was, like, I was starting to think about what is my all the way up? What is my... Where do I want to go? Yeah. And those types of things. And then that was very close to then when I started to go, you know what, I'm going to quit my job. Um, and we started building up school rebates and then next advisory and whatnot. And then I've gone on the path and I'm still figuring out what my, you know, well, I've got things that I want in life and I'm working towards those things. But the old Luke was just in the job. Okay, I don't like this job, so then I'll deal with that on the weekends or evenings or whatever by having fun and that would usually mean pissing up and doing all those types of things and that would distract me from the fact that I wasn't on the right path, but I thought I was doing well because I had a good job and was a chartered accountant and all that shit and I was like, no, I was in just I was going down the wrong path. And it's made me think about the stages of finances that you go through. And I thought, how can I term them that are going to be easy for people to understand and for me to almost understand some people? And I've come up with three terms. And the first one is tidy up because you've got to go through a stage of tidying up your finances. And then secondly, leveling up. And that's when you kind of get past the negativity and the tidying up and you don't use your credit card as much anymore and all those types of things. And you think, fuck, I'm still not getting that far ahead. What's going on here? And so then you start thinking about, okay, how can I level this up? And then the stage after that is when you start thinking about, well, what's ultimately what I want from my life? And if that's, say, a million dollars in your KiwiSaver by the time you're 65, or if it's $10 million in net worth, or it's that house or whatever, and it's a mansion, but at the moment you don't even have a house, you, you're going, well, that's my all the way up. Yep. Like, how the fuck do I get there? Yeah, this is, this is a great way to do it because... <clears throat> you can't get to one stage without finishing the other. So there's like a really clear path for people to use here. Um, you can't get to the big mansion by smashing after paying credit cards. So you have to take care of that first. It's not, it's a non-negotiable. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, having having the stages to work through, such a good idea. I love it. So then it got me thinking, okay, maybe I'll build three courses over time. 
that people can work through. And the first one is tidy up, second one, level up, and the third one, all the way up. And you can't go to the next one until you've done the first one. So to get into level up, you have to have got rid of all your buy now, pay later, got rid of your credit card. Finish tidy up. Yeah, you know, you've brought your credit card balance right down to a thousand bucks, whatever. You're not doing dumb shit. Like, that's all in stage one. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking about, where's my extra income going to come from? How can I speed my goals up? You know, do I have a budget? Am I doing that every month? Not just, ah, oh, I know I should be doing that. You are a student of learning finance and you're figuring out how you can level up your life. Yep. And then the third one, we'll have to then bring in other people as well who have achieved a lot to then give people ideas of what the people at stage two might want to aim for in their life. Yep. And then they can learn from them as well. But I'd say 90%, maybe more, would be in either stage one or stage two. And we've all got different definitions of success, but at least there's going to be a framework for people to be able to work through to figure out, okay, to get to level two, level up, what do I, like, what does tidying up mean? And then you'll work through a number of chapters of that con- uh, of that content yep. to do that. And that's something that you've got a lot of experience in as well because I was thinking about it from your perspective. When people come to you and say, oh, I want to buy this house, and sometimes you've got to sit down with them and go, fuck, you've got to tidy all this stuff up first. All the time. Mm. All the time. Yeah, yeah, we have it all the time where I'm like, well, maybe you should sell the Beamer that's got a 50 grand loan on it. Oh, you it's know. worth 30k. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but I'll lose money on it. Yeah, yeah well. so you have to tidy that stuff up. Like, it's a... Uh, um, we see it all the time. I mean, Kiwi Saver, man, for house buying has saved a lot of people, eh? Yeah. Because that's four savings that they wouldn't have probably done otherwise, the way that we look at accounts and things. I'm like, mm. yeah, that wouldn't have existed. And invest, because they wouldn't have invested, invested the money. either, yeah. Too scared. So return higher than, you know, yeah. a bank account. So, yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a cool product. And I think people will probably need to think more about Kiwi Saver longer term than just house buying too. Yeah. Because... Um, being 65 and not having that sorted would be pretty sad. Yeah. That's um, going to be, you know, I'm 30, I'll be 35 next year. I reckon we're sweet. And the generations that have got into KiwiSaver, when it's, you know, I think it's 15, 17 years old now. Can't remember the exact year. But those generations are going to be okay. But it's the, like, the average balance for 55 to 65, I think, is about 60,000. Mm. And I read an article the other day about how you need, like, 800 grand to live in Auckland at your retirement but obviously everyone's got a different way they want to live but in a region it's about 500,000 well people are 10 times under that amount of money in their KiwiSaver so they're fucked yep it sounds really bad but who then steps in to fill that gap Cindy (laughs) (laughs) the the taxpayer you say me and you (laughs) Um, so then but it's, it's going to take a long time for the 18 to 35-year-olds at the moment. And even the 35s, like if they're not contributing enough or people go like, I'm not doing that. Or what they do though is they strip it out and use it for their first time. So then they're back to square one. They go, mm. oh, well, I won't contribute. I'll, I'll, um, you know, I'll pay my mortgage down instead anyway. And yeah, I don't think we're going to get that large of a percentage of people that are going to get to 65 and actually have all the money they need in there that is going to be required to retire. But I reckon that's a great goal. Mm, for sure. Yeah. I think using this framework, though, is just, it's like a, it's almost a hack, you know? Like, I think that 
I think the most important part is actually the tidy up. Yeah. <laughs> More than like the the level up and the increase income and stuff. Like like you can't do. I just I did it myself. Like Same. I've said it before. Like I d- I purely designed my life to have almost no cost. So then I could then I could move on to the next stage. Yeah. And then I could start taking risk. Um, because of being able to fuck something up and then know that you wouldn't eat if you fucked it up <laughs> or wouldn't be able to pay the rent if you fucked it up is just such a powerful position to be in. Yeah. And you can be confident about taking a punt on stuff and then increasing your income and, you know, hiring staff was scary for me and all those things. <clears throat> I took away all of these uh these other Excuses. problems in yeah. in life that that could have popped up if I if I didn't manage it like that. So the tidy up is just so important. Yeah, because you tidied it up so that you could make those decisions and take those risks because you got yourself into a position to be able to not use. Oh, but I've got this fifteen grand credit card. I'll, I'll just wait till that's cleared and then I'll hire someone. That yeah. sort of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd rather pay that debt off first than hire someone. And you go well. You know, well, if you hired someone and then that generate more money for you, you pay off your debt faster. But naturally, people want to like, oh, but I just want to clear this debt to start with. Hundred percent. So some of the, if we just go through at a high level, some of the different things that we believe are in these stages, and more so the first couple. So um, because that's where most people will be. Number one, tidy up. So doing things like actually having a budget and having a forecast and having some form of goals of what do you want to tidy up. It might be your buy now, pay later, your credit card, it could be your car loan, whatever it is. It's identifying the messes you've made or I the things that are get on zero back. in terms of credit, eh? Zero credit. Get on zero. That's the goal. Yeah. Zero credit. Yeah, I just think that's the, the, the number one thing you have to achieve first. The piece here could be that you're wanting to buy a home. So then you're trying to figure out, okay, tidy up equals how I would present myself to a bank to get a mortgage. Or it could be you want to start a business. Okay, well then tidy up equals having as few costs as possible and the things that are going to pull on you, i.e. debt repayments, so that you can start that business and start taking some risks. In here as well, it can even be things like talking to your partner for the first time about finances Mm. and how they see money, how you see money, and how you guys can do it together. Um, It's a really important one, right? Get on the same page. So here we're trying to learn the basics and we're trying to learn all of the things that we maybe didn't learn at school and we haven't learned along the way, but we've been given access to tools that aren't good for us. Now, the example I like to always use is that when we go, when we get to a point where we go, I will run out of money. This is the, back in my day, back in my day, it was (laughs) go to the bank, get an overdraft. Like, ah, oh, fuck, how good is that as a solution? Oh, the bank's so good, they helped me out, they gave me an overdraft. <laughs> like, you think that that's helping you. That's not no. actually helping you because then you realise, oh, to repay this two grand, I've actually got to make three grand. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And so then you go, okay, I need to tidy that up. So then you tidy that up. But now what happens is people go, I use buy now, pay later, but I only use it in an emergency. Oh, okay. That so fucking terrifies me. Eh? Yeah. But they, they think, and people go, I'm the same, I'm the same, so then it's okay. Mm. So then the reverse teaching to that is you never want to use buy now, pay later in an emergency. You want to always have an emergency fund put aside. Yeah. And a lot of the tidy ups of stage one is actually tidying up your teaching and the way you think and the way you've been taught. Because 
when I saw that example of, oh, I paid my dentist, it was an emergency via buy now, pay later, it was great for that. So many likes, so much engagement. And it's like, wow, how many people have they've fallen for the trap? But they don't see it as a trap. They're like, no, it's just, it's sweet. Mm. But if you said to someone, oh, why don't you just start an emergency fund? Oh, easy for you to say. Well, cool. Like, that, that's the thing. You've then got to figure out how you can unwind some of the things you currently believe. Yeah, that's unwinding a, a mindset, eh? Yeah, which this stuff can take a, a long time. And even when I got into stage two and started going, okay, how am I going to save 100K? Because I don't know if you've seen that video that I made recently about that. Like, always get to about 10 to 15 mm. and then just bugger it up and always end up back around 10, 12, 14, oh, back down to 12, oh, 9, 8, back to 10. Yeah. I'm like, why is this happening? And so then I thought, oh, well, let's go for 100. But when I started that, I still had some credit card debt and I decreased, I'd, yeah, I might have had $1,000. And I was like, why don't I even have that? Like, let's get rid of that. I'm like, that would be great to not have that. So I sort of got into stage two before I got into stage one and I started, like, oh, I'm going to start saving now. Yeah, but we it, see it all the time where people have got like, they're like investing in like sharesies and crypto and stuff, but they owe the credit card company seven and a half grand and they're doing minimum repayments. I'm like, oh, oh gosh, it's the wrong way around. Like you, you have to get on zero with that shit before you move on to the next stage, eh? Because otherwise you're just you're netting out negative because <laughs> mm. you've you've got a guaranteed eighteen percent return, and that is to pay down your credit card, yeah. which is which is being an eighteen percent interest rate charge. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So you can start to almost like jump into stage two as you start finishing stage one but you build up your emergency fund you start thinking about investing and whatnot and then into that level two or stage two so leveling up then you start thinking about okay for me it was how do I change my limit I don't want to save 10k I want to figure out how to save 100k then I'm like well I need a new framework of how I'm going to do that Mm -hmm. and then I'm like I definitely don't want a credit card a cue card like all of that shit let's just slowly clear all of it and get rid of it and what happens is I'm paying $100 a week off of my, uh, what would it have been, my credit card or whatever, or my Q card, and might even be a car loan or something, but I'm like, fuck, that's $5,200. That's 5% of my goal to get to 100 Mm. a whole year. And I'm like, oh, yuck. (laughs) It's real ugly. That's slowing me down. And so then you realize all of the decisions that you were making before you started thinking about tidying it up, you're like, damn it, they are slowing me down from achieving the goals that I want. And I saw this all through my life where I would have someone go, oh, you should, you know, you're an accountant. Do you know about zero? You should be buying shares in that. They're 30 cents. And I'm like, yeah, 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 good idea. Eh? Um, but I can't because yeah. I'm maxed out, <laughs> you know. and Missing out on the opportunities because of it. Yeah, I'm paying off my credit card instead of at $500 a fortnight rather than investing $500 a fortnight. So I started my tidy up at my late 20s. Yeah. Whereas if you can do this even earlier in life, then you're quicker to get to stage two, the level up, mm. and then you're into the, okay, what's investing? How does that work? What does KiwiSaver look like? What do I want? Um, you know, you're confident discussing money. Massively underrated having a big chunk of savings, eh? Because it just feels like it's sitting there burning a hole in your pocket and then all of a sudden a little something pops up. Like yeah. Like zero shares at 30 cents or, you know, and you don't get Heartland those opportunities. Heartland <laughs> <laughs> what a bargain <laughs> yeah yeah, but yeah being able to jump 70. on something if if something pops up is you know it's how a lot of wealth is made and you can't do it if you yeah if you don't have the have the capital sitting there to do it you know yeah cash gives you options right yeah um 
I shared my sharesies on social media yesterday, and someone says, how long did it take you to build that up? My question is like, why does that matter? Like, why is that the question? You know, it's interesting that that, but that's where your brain goes, right? It's like, oh, how long did it take for this guy, this 60 grand on the screensaver video, whatever it is? Transferred it in yesterday, mate. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. But I started 10 years ago with $5 a week. Who knows? Mm. And it's good to, as you start to level up, so at stage two, you realize, why am I comparing myself to others? Mm. You don't know what people inherited. You don't know what they earn. You don't know if someone paid off their student loan for them. Like, you don't know anything about them. It's a human fault. Mm. Comparison to others and other people's scenarios, and yeah. a thief of joy. It is, yeah. yeah. It's a. I've said it before, and I've, I'll say it again. You need to become a pro and not giving a fuck, like, and just do your own stuff, eh? And there's the really, level up. Yeah, really do it for yourself. And then at that level up stage, so people start thinking about in New Zealand naturally start thinking about property, and that's where your expertise come in. Where someone goes, oh, I've got this one property. It's got equity of this mm-hmm. in it. Here's my income, myself, my partner, or yourself individually. What can I do? And that's where people need someone like you to help them understand the how do I now level up? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, I yeah, I really do think if you're in that sort of middle class area and you want to make sure you've got a comfy retirement, I think one rental property is a good idea. But um, doing it correctly, you know, having the tax rules and everything change, you want to be doing it with the right type of property, and um, you've also got a way up like opportunity costs like if you're someone like me who wants to build businesses and stuff it makes less sense mm. like I've gone the other way I've got rid of my property and moved into business more and more um so yeah just understanding that I mean I'm in that stage right I'm in like the leveling up stage of like which being sure of where I want to go with all of this yeah and making plans around it so you know I've got something to stick to because yeah. I could just keep going buying property right now if I wanted to but it doesn't it doesn't achieve what I want to achieve at the end end goal, so I'm probably not going to. Yeah. <laughs> but some people are different and one or two rentals might be a good idea. And that's where ultimately stage three is the all the way up and that's where you are understanding what is it that you want from life. When you're not going, Oh, I'm gonna buy a property because my mum or my dad told me to or I saw my friend buy a rental property, so I think I should too. Or I saw my friends, they were at the open homes last week. Maybe I should be doing that. Mm. This is where you graduate to your own thinking and go, what do I want from life? Maybe that's where I'm sitting now. Yeah. I've graduated into the part where I'm like, property's been good to me and I've, you know, built some some wealth out of it. Um, but it didn't excite me. Mm. So I don't really want to do it anymore. I want to do something that presses my buttons, you know? And... Yep. I want to do this to my income and, and increase that to here and this is the amount of risk I'm willing to take and this is how much capital I've got and, you know, plan all that together. Yeah. And in my head, the result's really good, so I've just got to go and act on it now. And it could even be that you're planning on having children, right, or you've got children and you're thinking, hmm, what things could I be doing for them so that when they get to a certain age, their sure. lives can look different. Everyone's going to be incentivized in a different way. Um, so it's a going to be a personal thing but I think we've got some case studies and stuff people can lean on to look at and learn mm. from that'd be pretty cool going back to the tidy up it's almost um, it's almost close to like level up where I got a message the other day from someone who was just about to have a child and they're like wow we've done a stack load of work over this last six months to actually understand what our life's going to look like in terms of the expenses and whatnot and it's something I haven't done a heap of content on because I haven't 
got to that stage of my life yet, mm. but I often hear from people and I think, wow, shit, there's a stack load of value to be added in that space. As an example, they said, oh, I'll be getting parental leave of, say, it's $600. And they're like, I didn't realize till I started learning that then gets taxed. So I'm not going to get $600 a week. When I did my budget, I did it on $600 a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they're getting taxed and they're like, shit. So even some of that stuff, like if you're planning a life event, you want to have the education to go, all right, if I'm going to do this, say it's buy a house or have a child or whatever, what am I in for? Because your life's about to change dramatically. Yeah. And it might be, you know what, I don't want to be making those Beamer repayments when I've got a child or that Beamer's not even going to be useful for, um, you know, carrying around my child. Mm. So, you know, that's where you can start to think about future events as well and go, maybe I need to build a bigger reason for why I want to tidy this shit up. Yeah, 100%. I think, uh, yeah, life by design, man. You can Anyone can do it. You just got to put the effort on. Life by design. Nice. And then there's always, obviously, the good part of getting on top of this stuff is it helps you be more comfortable to talk about it and talk about it with friends, family, with your partner, whoever. The amount of times I've heard people who go into relationships and they get deep into the relationship and then they find out, oh, such and such has got a debt of... XYZ mm. and I think if we didn't care about it like if we didn't care why don't we tell our potential partner that right at the start because deep down we know we're scared how they're going to react and that we might lose them right yeah for sure so you're like yeah I might keep that one in the closet until we've you know, got this down the path yeah. long enough where hopefully <laughs> they can't be like oh well fuck sorry this is done <laughs> um, but you know hopefully you can tidy yourself up and tidy some of your decisions up as well before having to have those conversations or even have a framework to be like, hey, this is my situation, but I'm going to be doing X, Y, Z going forward to do yeah. this, to tidy this up. The other thing about doing these things, like from right from the step one right through to step three, is it will you'll actually you'll actually uh, enjoy it and you'll learn about yourself and then become better. Yep. Like if... If you are struggling and then you've got afterpays and credit cards and you're underwater on them and you can, you know, focus on yourself and then go through a period of a year or whatever to get back to zero credit and no debt, trust me, you will fucking feel good. Yes. I 100% guarantee you if you get out from under that rock, you will you will feel a lot better about life. And then the next, then, then it's exciting. Yeah, because then you're not under this constant pressure of like doom and gloom that like I've got to make this next payment and all of this kind of thing, you know. And then, yeah, as you go through each of these stages and you get to a point where you're like, what do I do with capital? Fuck, so cool. Mm. And to that's go where from, the real learning starts. Yeah, to go from like getting out of credit cards and afterpays to that, fucking hell of a journey. Trust me, you will feel good. It's easy to be in debt because A, it's easy to get it, but then when you're in it, you've only really got one option. So like I said before, I couldn't invest in zero because I had to pay down my debt. Mm. And you don't have to think because you know the answer is I should clear my debt, I should clear my credit card, my car loan, my bloody buy now, pay later. You're not thinking growth, you're not thinking investment, you're not thinking future, you're not thinking compounding. Yeah, and these a lot of the, the things we're talking about, like credit cards and afterpays, they're not tied to they're not tied to any asset or valuable thing really. Like no. you got if you're going to afterpay, you know, like your, your new hair extensions or something like yeah you look nice but the reality is is that you should have saved for that because it's not like you're tying it to a, a financial asset or 
Um, it's not like you're taking out debt for to, to add a new digger into your construction business or any of these things. Like these are personal unsecured debts that you just shouldn't have. Yeah. And if you can get rid of them out of your life, it's you enjoy it much better. And the complex part of this is that that type of debt is usually an extension of your bad habits. That's, there you go. That's smart. <laughs> Boom, eh? yeah. So what that means is, okay, I can't build an emergency fund because you have bad habits that don't allow you to do that, so therefore I use debt to um, to you know solve my problem. I gambled too much in the weekend, I drank too much in the weekend, I'll use my cue card to buy my groceries right, because I'm getting paid on Thursday. Mm. But those uses of debt should be an example to you, a red flag, a warning. Like imagine if you spent that money, you know how the bank sends you notifications, if you spend something on your credit card or whatever, it ping your notification and be like, aha, what'd you do on the weekend, question mark? You know, <laughs> what's your bad habit you're fixing? <laughs> you know, what's your bad habit that's made you have to do this? Um you know, imagine if the banks sent out notifications saying, ha ha, you know, you've just gone further in debt to us. Yeah. Uh, Mikey, you know, you'd be, it'd be a completely different story. You'd be like, fuck, okay, I might think this again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're not incentivized to do that, right? So then you've got to then identify part of the tidy up as well. And even the level up is going, what are my bad habits? Because what I've noticed as well is that as you earn more money, you just become comfortable spending larger amounts or, um, or, or risking larger amounts and because the money's worth less to you because you've got more of it as such. And so then you've got to go, well, I've got to build a better habit to make sure that I save a stack of it before doing potentially yeah, yeah. dumb shit with it. Yeah, you've got to be careful because basically um, when you earn a little bit, it's harder, it takes a lot more effort to, to save and pay off debts, which means that, it takes up more of your time to earn it. And when you earn more, it takes up less of your time to earn it. So you think you can fix problems faster. Yes. Because it's coming in in at a faster rate in terms of time. Um, But you kind of want to be in the move into the high income bracket if you can in terms of that mindset. So it's coming in faster at a higher rate. But then in your savings and credit sort of situation, you want to be in your in your original space of being like living on minimum for a while mm. and really try and make a separation there that um, the further apart those gaps you can, the further apart that gap can be, the better your situation is going to be. Yeah. If you're earning more and just stacking cash and you've got rid of all your credit cards and debts and you're living on 20 grand a year, you're going to fucking slam it. There's a good concept, I can't remember who teaches this or where I read about this from, but basically... The exercises, you go back through your memory of your life and your past and you go, which things like really have stuck with you that you think, fuck, I wish I didn't do that or I regret that or I wish I didn't say that to that person and you write it all down and then you slowly go and try and tidy it up. And I think it was 2020, a dude stole from me about, uh, I think it was just over, but let's say it's two and a half gram. Mm-hmm fleece me two and a half K and I thought genuine dude can trust this guy needed a hand here you go and come the Monday money didn't turn up and I'm like what's going on here come the Tuesday I'm like hey mate this money hasn't hit I watched you transfer it yeah mate I'm on to the bank like oh, someone else said this as well I can't I'm trying to figure out what's happened and I'm like fuck bro I hope you get it all sorted and like that's how naive I was. I was still like, "Oh man, yeah. like I hope for the, hope for the best for you, bro." <laughs> like I'm like, "Man, if it's not just my one, like that sucks." So I hope you haven't lost too much cash. 
And I'm like unaware that this guy's literally just ripped me off. Taking you for a ride, boy. Yeah. And then I get the, um, you know, like, oh, I'll, I'll sort this out and I'll, I'll be able to sort you on Friday. And then I'm like, man, I, I think you're, you know, this is, I've, uh, I'm wound it all. I'm just like, nah. You know, and then I got a phone call from a dude just like, you know, random, telling me, I'm like, holy shit. And I was like, he's like, you know, what do you, what should we do about it? You know, do you, do you want me to do X, Y, Z? I'm like, whoa, 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 man. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be involved in that. I was like, it's only two and a half K. That's not going to change. Yeah. You know, that's not the end of my world. And I don't want to be involved in any of that shit. But I'd gotten myself to a position where, you know, that two and a half grand wasn't the end of the world for me. But at the same time, I still wanted it. But I um, knew, okay, the longer I make this a big deal, then I, I, I can't control it. No, and I thought, I wonder. I just, I wonder. I just had this gut, and I thought, I hope this kid eventually comes back to me one day and goes, "Hey, mate, I'm really sorry about that. Here's your two and a half grand." Yeah, and I'd say, "Well, I've kept a spreadsheet and I've inflation adjusted it. <laughs> and, uh, if I put that into Heartland, make seventeen thousand dollars now, son." <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, last week, no shit, I got a message, mate. Can I get your bank account number? Um, I've got that money for you. And I scroll back to the last message. I think it was March or August 2020. It was, a, it was two years ago. It was That's right. It was over two years ago since the last message. Long since written it off. And actually, I was supposed to tell you the story too because <laughs> I bumped into him at the pub on my birthday one night and I was with you. And Taz was real dark because she was real dark. Oh, real really? And remember, and yeah. I think you were like, what's going on here? And we were out for, I can't remember which birthday of mine, and we had a bit of a uh, go and a nice dinner and stuff. And yeah, we, I was quite steamed, so I yeah. probably wouldn't have known and what I was going on. We were telling you the story because I think your partner was like, why is Taz so angry? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'd, you know, I'd like let it go. But to this dude's credit, he, um, he paid it back and it was... He's like, check your bank account tonight. And I checked and I was like, oh, a part of me is like, oh, here we go this. again. Yeah. <laughs> so why, what is this, is, am I going to go in there and there's two and a half grand gone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how smart is this guy? And anyway, it was there. And, and I said to him, mate, like, I've got a lot of respect for that because in my head, I'm like, that's stage one. You're going back through and you're tidying up. Yeah, that's quite good, eh? Yeah. That's someone, uh, they've probably been living with it for a while, knowing that they've done the wrong thing and decided to make some changes. Yeah, and I, I said to this person, I said, look, my gut actually told me that you would make this right at some stage. Um, but again, like, this person was obviously in a bad way or making bad decisions, and instead of using credit, they were like, Luke is my credit for this, and I was willing to help and give a hand, and it, you know, two years of the use of that money was my consequence as such, but I've got it back. So um, there's this tidy up piece will mean something different to absolutely everybody. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be different things that you have behind the scenes that you'll be using it for. Mm. But yeah, ah, very good. Radio, really cool, so mate. I like it. I'm glad you like my concept. I'd like to hear what the uh, people out there think about this because if you yeah, send us a message or an email, just engage with it in some way because if there's enough feedback around this, what I'll do, like I've already been thinking about moving the Keep the Change Night School onto a different platform and then, because uh, it's all just like, here you go like there's heaps of shit in there and yep. and it's in nice chapters and people work through it but I think maybe I need to change it into stages so that people can go well I don't really need to learn that stuff anymore I've done all that stuff like this yep. seems too basic and then they're just starting from the stage two or the stage three so if there's something in here that's resonated with, excuse me resonated with you then please drop some feedback so that I can start the process of okay this summer when everyone goes on break for Christmas uh, I'll probably be at my laptop and uh, 
We're grinding away, mate. Yeah, and and then start producing. Probably be in here with you. Yeah, <laughs> the content for it, where it's okay. You know what pieces are missing from the content that's already there. What pieces are missing, and then there'll probably be some podcasts. There may even be some lives and stuff. And we need to get people working through that content so they can graduate from the one, two, and the three. But you shouldn't expect just be you know to be able to go. You have to think if you've made twenty years of bad financial decisions, then generally it can't be fixed in three months. Yeah. Yeah, you need to go through the process. Yep. Yeah, but you'll be amazed how quickly you can tidy it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's hopefully what people can hold on to and go, you know what, I've made some poor choices here, but I can turn this around. It's just going to take, it'll probably take you 10% of the time. Like the number of years you've made bad decisions for, it's probably going to take you 10%, unless you've done real dumb shit like $100,000 of personal debt on just absolutely nothing. You've got absolutely nothing to show for it. You're making no income. I don't even know how you would have got that hundred grand of debt, but it could happen. Um, and you maybe you've written the car off or something like that, you know, like a real yeah, bad luck um, situation. But you've got to stick with this stuff and you've got to work through it and you've got to have some patience. And then you get to that point where you go, I'm running out of patience. I want to speed this up. How can I level this shit up? And then you start going faster and faster on your journey. 100%, mate. Rock and roll. Let's do it. Get in touch. Hit him up, I'm talking color money, purple yen and blue germ. I got brown lira. I ain't talking about Ross, bitch. I'm that nigga on Viagra dick. That means I'm all the way up. And you can stay up. P.O. say I can't get high. Hop in the helicopter. Uber said, go all the way up. Need